0: This is the Bible in one day 279. Can a leopard change its spots? Brian Emmett was a career criminal in South London, a drug smuggler, gangster, and contemporary of the notorious Cray twins, who he knew well. Brian had a son called Michael, who joined the family business at a young age. Father and son worked together as international drug smugglers. Their activities were very successful until one night, they were arrested as part of a massive police operation involving 12 armed officers and 60 regulars in a small Devon fishing port, where a hoard of four metric tons of cannabis with a street value of £13 million was being landed. At the time, it was the largest ever known importation of cannabis into the UK, and they were each sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison. In 1994, Brian and Michael heard about Alpha while in Exeter Prison and decided to give it a try. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and their lives were completely transformed. As father and son continued to serve their sentences, they were regularly transferred from prison to prison throughout England, as is the normal practice. On arrival in each one, they introduced Alpha and more and more prisoners experienced the love of God for the first time. From those beginnings, Alpha in prison has grown. Last year, over 50,000 men and women did Alpha in prisons in dozens of countries around the world. When I interviewed Michael, I asked him what difference Jesus has made. He replied, I was a drug addict for years, entrenched with crime. I looked the part, but inside I was very broken. There was a hole inside of me that I tried to fill with things that didn't work. Jesus is real. He did an inside job on me. The change is dramatic, healing and changing, transforming my mind and heart. The curse has been broken over my family. Brian and Michael's lives were changed because Jesus set them free from their addictions and the sin that was destroying their lives. After lives of crime and lawlessness, they never went to prison again. Is it possible for you too to change? One of the most difficult things in the world is to break a bad habit or to give up sin. In one of today's passages, Jeremiah asks, Can a leopard change its spots? From Psalm 118 Give thanks to the Lord, for
1: he is good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, His love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever. When hard pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side, but in the name of the Lord I cut them down. They swarmed around me like bees, The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty
0: things. Changed by God's help. Are you fearful about what other people think or say about you? Are you worried about what they might do to you? That they might treat you unfairly or reject you? Realize how big God is and how small our problems are in comparison with his power. The psalmist gives thanks to the Lord because of his great love. He writes, In my anguish I cried to the Lord, and he answered by setting me free. Freedom gives us a new perspective on life. The psalmist turns to God, knowing he can be relied on no matter what. God's now on my side, and I'm not afraid. Who would dare lay a hand on me? God's my strong champion. I flick off my enemies like flies. Praise God today that like the psalmist, you can say, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Lord, thank you that you are always with me and that you are my helper, my strength, my salvation, and my song. New Testament from Colossians 2. So then, just as you received Christ
1: Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith, in the working of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual
0: indulgence. Changed by Jesus Sometimes we overcomplicate our faith. It can appear that if you want to be part of the spiritual elite, there are various extra things you need to understand or do. Paul challenges this kind of false teaching head-on. All you need is Jesus. It's not a matter of adding anything to Jesus, but rather of living out what you already have in him. You received Christ Jesus, the Master. Now live him. You're deeply rooted in him. You're well-constructed upon him. You know your way around the faith. Now do what you've been taught. Paul warns the Colossians against the false teachers who try to dazzle them with their big words and intellectual double talk. You don't need a telescope, a microscope or a horoscope to realize the fullness of Christ and the emptiness of the universe without him. When you come to him, that fullness comes together for you too. His power extends over everything. In the immediate context, Paul was telling his readers that they had no need to be circumcised. He explains that they have already been circumcised, not by human hands, but with the circumcision done by Christ. Those who've been baptised do not need to be circumcised. Baptism symbolises something even more amazing than circumcision, death and resurrection. You are in Christ. Therefore, when Jesus died, you died in him. When Jesus was buried, you were buried with him. When he rose from the dead, You rose with him. This is how you got rid of your sinful nature, putting off of the sinful nature. It died with Christ and was buried with him. When you were stuck in your old sin-dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive right along with Christ. In the ancient world, triumphs over hated enemies were celebrated with public spectacles. The spoils of war were brought back Often consisting of a long line of prisoners whom they had disarmed. Understand and think about the amazing victory of Jesus on the cross. All sins forgiven, the slate wiped clean, that old arrest warrant cancelled and nailed to Christ's cross. He stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. Jesus has done it all. You don't need to add anything. So don't put up with anyone pressurizing you in details of diet, worship services or holy days. All you need is Christ who puts us together in one piece whose very breath and blood flow through us. He is the head and we are the body. We can grow healthy in God only as he nourishes us. Lord Jesus, thank you that as you hung on the cross for me and for the entire human race, in your apparent defeat, you actually triumphed over all the powers and authorities of this dark world. Thank you that you set me free from sin, addiction and death. Help me never again to allow anyone or anything to take me captive. Old Testament, from Jeremiah 11-13. to Because the Lord revealed their plot to me,
1: I knew it. For at that time he showed me what they were doing. I had been like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not realize that they had plotted against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree and its fruit, let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name be remembered no more. But you, Lord Almighty, who judge righteously and test the heart and mind, Let me see your vengeance on them, for to you I have committed my cause. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the people of Anathoth, who are threatening to kill you, saying, Do not prophesy in the name of the Lord, or you will die by our hands. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says, I will punish them. Their young men will die by the sword, their sons and daughters by famine. Not even a remnant will be left to them, because I will bring disaster on the people of Anathoth in the year of their punishment. Jeremiah chapter 12 You are always righteous, Lord, when I bring a case before you. Yet I would speak with you about your justice. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all the faithless live at ease? You have planted them, and they have taken root. They grow and bear fruit. You are always on their lips, but far from their hearts. Yet you know me, Lord. You see me and test my thoughts about you. Drag them off like sheep to be butchered. Set them apart for the day of slaughter. How long will the land lie parched and the grass in every field be withered? Because those who live in it are wicked. The animals and birds have perished. Moreover, the people are saying, He will not see what happens to us. If you have raced with men on foot, and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? Your relatives, members of your own family, even they have betrayed you. They have raised a loud cry against you. Do not trust them, though they speak well of you. I will forsake my house, abandon my inheritance. I will give the one I love into the hands of her enemies. My inheritance has become to me like a lion in the forest. She roars at me, therefore I hate her. Has not my inheritance become to me like a speckled bird of prey that other birds of prey surround and attack? Go and gather all the wild beasts, bring them to devour. Many shepherds will ruin my vineyard and trample down my field. They will turn my pleasant field into a desolate wasteland. It will be made a wasteland parched and desolate before me. The whole land will be laid waste because there is no one who cares. Over all the barren heights in the desert, destroyers will swarm. For the sword of the Lord will devour from one end of the land to the other. No one Will be safe. They will sow wheat, but reap thorns. They will wear themselves out, but gain nothing. They will bear the shame of their harvest, because of the Lord's fierce anger. This is what the Lord says As for all my wicked neighbours who seize the inheritance I gave to my people Israel, I will uproot them from their lands, and I will uproot the people of Judah from among them. But after I uproot them, I will again have compassion and will bring each of them back to their own inheritance and their own country. And if they learn well the ways of my people and swear by my name, saying, As surely as the Lord lives, even as they once taught my people to swear by Baal, then they will be established among my people. But if any nation does not listen, I will completely uproot and destroy it, declares the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 13 This is what the Lord said to me, Go and buy a linen belt and put it round your waist, but do not let it touch water. So I bought a belt, as the Lord directed, and put it round my waist. Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time, Take the belt you bought and are wearing round your waist, and go now to Pirath, and hide it there in a crevice in the rocks. So I went and hid it at Pirath, as the Lord told me. Many days later the Lord said to me, Go now to Pirath, and get the belt I told you to hide there. So I went to Pirath and dug up the belt, and took it from the place where I had hidden it. But now it was ruined and completely useless. Then the word of the Lord came to me, This is what the Lord says. In the same way, I will ruin the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. These wicked people who refuse to listen to my words, who follow the stubbornness of their hearts and go after other gods to serve and worship them, will be like this belt, completely useless. For as a belt is bound round the waist, so I bound All the people of Israel and all the people of Judah to me, declares the Lord, to be my people for my renown and praise and honor. But they have not listened. Say to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every wineskin should be filled with wine. And if they say to you, Don't we know that every wineskin should be filled with wine? Then tell them, This is what the Lord says. I am going to fill with drunkenness all who live in this land, including the kings who sit on David's throne, the priests, the prophets, and all those living in Jerusalem. I will smash them one against the other, parents and children alike, declares the Lord. I will allow no pity or mercy or compassion to keep me from destroying them. Hear and pay attention. Do not be arrogant, for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God before he brings the darkness, before your feet stumble on the darkening hills. You hope for light, but he will turn it to utter darkness and change it to deep gloom. If you do not listen, I will weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly, overflowing with tears because the Lord's flock will be taken captive. Say to the king and to the queen mother, Come down from your thrones, for your glorious crowns will fall from your heads. The cities in the Negev will be shut up, and there will be no one to open them. All Judah will be carried into exile, carried completely away. Look up and see those who are coming from the north. Where is the flock that was entrusted to you, the sheep of which you boasted? What will you say when the Lord sets over you those you cultivated as your special allies? Will not pain grip you like that of a woman in labor? And if you ask yourself, Why has this happened to me? It is because of your many sins that your skirts have been torn off and your body ill-treated. Can an Ethiopian change his skin, or a leopard its spots? Neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. I will scatter you like chaff driven by the desert wind. This is your lot, the portion I have decreed for you, declares the Lord, because you have forgotten me and trusted in false gods. I will pull up your skirts over your face that your shame may be seen, your adulteries and lustful neighings, your shameless prostitution. I have seen your detestable acts on the hills and in the fields. Woe to you, Jerusalem!
0: How long will you be unclean? Changed by testing. Don't be afraid of pressure. Pressure is what transforms a lump of coal into a diamond. Life can be seen as a series of tests. We test things by putting them under pressure. Physical muscles grow through being put under pressure. God is more interested in how your heart and mind grow when they are tested. He tests the heart and mind. God is not impressed by what we say that we will do. He's impressed by what we do when we're put under pressure. Progress in life and in ministry happens when you are tried and tested and you pass the test. Jeremiah was tested. He had the unenviable task of warning people that they were about to go into exile. The Lord's flock will be taken captive. As a result, he was very unpopular and under constant attack. God revealed one of the plots against him. The Lord revealed their plot to me. I knew it, and at that time he showed me what they were doing. He turned to God for help. To you I have committed my cause. I bring a case before you. God warned him that even worse was to come. So Jeremiah, if you're worn out with this foot race with men, what makes you think you can race against horses? Jeremiah calls the people to change their ways. He says, can a leopard get rid of its spots? So what are the odds of you doing good? you who are so long practiced in evil. It is hard to change. It's difficult to pass the test, but the New Testament tells us that change is possible through Jesus. Brian and Michael Emmett are examples of how this is still being worked out today. A leopard can change its spots. Lord, help me when I am tried and tested to rise to the challenge. Thank you that it is possible to change through your help and by the power of the victory of Jesus on the cross. May my life be transformed and may I continue to proclaim Jesus and his power to change me. Pepper adds, In Psalm 118 verse 7, it says, The Lord is with me, and he is my helper. It's good to know that the Lord is with me, and I need his help today.